Welcome to America's favorite wellness hour, Healthy by Nature, with certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. Welcome to Healthy by Nature. This is show number 1228, and I believe you will find that this is one of the most important that we have aired. As you know, usually I use this first segment to make announcements, but today I'm going to use it for the introduction of my guest because I want to squeeze in every minute I can for the information that he brings to us. Um, Also, we won't have time for on-air listener calls, as we often do, but you can call in, give your question to Ed, and he will put it on my screen. And then if we have time, we'll get those in. Fifteen months or more into the pandemic, and it seems like we still have more questions than answers, at least ones that we can trust. I just wish I could do this interview retroactively, you know, many months ago, and you'll see why. If you recall, two weeks ago, I played a little sample clip from an interview with Dr. McCullough, so you know you're in for a treat. Peter A. McCullough is an MD, a Master of Public Health, and he has six more designations that I won't list because I will put you all to sleep and you wouldn't be able to visualize them anyway. He's an internationally recognized internist, cardiologist, and epidemiologist. And I'm going to have him, we hear that now and then, I'm going to have him define that for us here shortly. Dr. McCullough is a practicing internist and cardiologist. He's also a professor of medicine at Texas A&M College of Medicine at Baylor University Medical Center in Dallas. Formerly, he was vice chief of chief of medicine, internal medicine at Baylor University Medical Center. He has been published over 1,000 times, which is just astounding. And as a leader in the medical response to the COVID-19 disaster, he has published 40 journal articles specifically about that. His work includes a groundbreaking paper about early treatment, and I've put a link to that in the archives of today's show. He's president of the Cardiorenal Society of America, editor of Cardiorenal Medicine, and another journal, Reviews in Cardiovascular Medicine. He's a senior editor of the American Journal of Cardiology. He's led many scientific studies and is an authority authority on evaluation of medical evidence. A focus of his work has been on the role of chronic kidney disease as a cardiovascular risk. You Texans could all be proud. He has medical education ties to Baylor, University of Texas, Texas A&M, and also as the University of Washington and has a master's degree in public health from the University of Michigan. As a Buckeye, I can't get too excited about that. Um, I've only hit the high spots. We could spend the whole show on his impressive qualifications. But I put a link in the, the archive description to a short bio. And let me just summarize by saying that he knows what good science and good medical practice are supposed to be. He's a real hero in my book, and you'll soon see why. He's even testified about the pandemic response before the U.S. and the Texas Senate. He's been a, a guest on the Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram 
And uh, now the highlight is surely of his media. When I researched my new book on aloe vera, I learned why. When you drink aloe vera, it helps so many complaints. Everything works better if the body has improved nutrient absorption, better antioxidant support, and fewer toxins. Studies show that there's a great deal of difference among aloe brands. The magic of aloe vera is in its solids, and unfortunately, too many companies damage them with improper filtration, heat, and enzymes. Distilled aloe tastes like water because it's lost all of those beneficial solids. I chose Lily of the Desert as a sponsor because they do the very best job and university tests prove it. Lily of the Desert controls every step of the process. They even grow their own plants. Lily of the Desert products contain allosorb. That's added concentrates of the aloe polysaccharides. Lily does gold standard clinical studies on their products, but they aren't greedy. You can pay more, but you'll get less. Look for Lily of the Desert products at all fine health food stores. Visit lilyofthedesert.com. There's an important difference between a low price and a good value. For example, a cheap vitamin supplement becomes expensive if it doesn't work. Nutrition expert Bill Sardi wanted to have a multivitamin that reflected the latest science. That meant better absorbed forms of essential vitamins and crucial minerals like zinc and selenium in the doses that studies showed were beneficial. He could not find that in stores, so had to design one. Molecular Multi. It is so complete that most people can save money by cutting several bottles out of their supplement program. Better yet, receive two bottles free when you buy three. That makes Molecular Multi only about a dollar a day. If your budget needs even more help, host Marty Whittakin says that half a dose of Molecular Multi provides more health benefits than a full dose of virtually any other product. Visit the sponsor page of hbnshow.com or lifespannutrition.com or call 800-247-5731. Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. As I was saying when I ran out of time, uh, Dr. McCullough has been a guest on the Tucker Carlson Show, and uh, later today I will give you a link to that in the archive description. He's also a regular contributor on the Laura Ingram Show and and several others. And uh, now in what surely must be the highlight of his media career, He's a guest on Healthy by Nature, and he very kindly agreed to come into the studio so that we would be sure we had the the best connection. Good morning, and welcome to Healthy by Nature. Good. Well, thank you, Ms. Whittakin, for having me. Well, uh, it's a great honor, actually. And, we'll, folks, we will get around to the vaccines, which I'm sure is a topic of great interest. But first, I want to do just a little quick speed round of and that's always hard when you invite somebody that has so much information, but we can give it a try. I want to just get some fundamentals down. Uh, first of all, natural immunity, um, T cells and natural immunity. Am I correct in assuming that it's even better and longer lasting than vaccine immunity? Well, what we need to understand is that the body is always confronted with um, pathogens or invaders and the first recognition of an invader is a T cell will recognize that and actually present it to a B cell, and then the B cell produces the antibodies. So uh, the T cells are the sentinels, if you will, 
And we know with the natural infection of COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2 virus, that there are probably a thousand or more changes that happen in T cells. In fact, there's a test called T-detect test, which can actually look at these epigenetic permanent changes to T cells where there is permanent immunity, meaning the T cells know that the virus has been there. If it comes again, they're going to immediately activate B cells, even if the antibodies are long gone, and they will quickly restart the defense mechanisms. And uh, someone cannot get COVID-19 twice. That's the important point. That's really good to know and not something that we've been hearing. In fact, uh, it seems that that's been that kind of immunity has been discounted, and the only thing that gets any attention is whatever's happening with the vaccines. Um, scientific debate. I always thought that was a good thing, that it was crucial if you're going to follow science that it's been hashed out among various opinions and looking at different pieces of the science. Um, and if we only get one somewhat politicized version of the science, then we aren't really following the science. Uh, It's no longer about who's right, but who has the power to say that they're right. Um, The wagon circle, and then we have this enforced consensus. Is that something that you see going on? I think it's very disturbing. Anybody who's listening who's been in the hospital understands that doctors work in teams. We go on rounds on teams. If you ever had cancer, Uh, We have what's called tumor board where a group of doctors decides. We have heart valve teams that Baylor, for instance, someone had complicated heart surgery. It's always going to be a team of doctors that interchange ideas and come up with the best decision. Also, it's important to understand that medicine is international. And one of the things we've seen in the last 15 months is we see no teamwork now. We see one or two individuals, no international mention at all. Americans are getting no window of seeing how the rest of the world is handling COVID-19. And we're not seeing any peer review. Peer review is the natural process of scientific discussion and debate to arrive at a correct uh, inference or a correct conclusion. And that's all been thrown out the window now. It's almost like it's an autocracy or a dictatorship from one or two individuals, uh, and they're declaring that they have ownership over the science, and it's really been disastrous. And that would be less bad if... They were actually on to the truth, and we just can't guarantee that, and we'll dig in deeper on that as well. Um, is this not true that with most diseases, we want to, if not prevent, at least treat very early on before it gets worse? That doesn't seem to be happening with COVID-19. Every single infection that's serious to a human being, and certainly every single one that's potentially fatal, absolutely positively must be treated early. So Americans should be disturbed that our federal officials have never once gotten on TV, never once said that COVID-19 ought to be treated on day one. That that should be enormously alarming. Uh, What if it was a staphylococcal infection, a bladder infection, a kidney infection, gastrointestinal? There's not a single infection by which a head start makes that infection shorter in duration, less intense symptoms, and reduces hospitalization and death. This is a massive blunder that none of our public health officials, none of the media doctors have ever mentioned the idea of getting a head start on COVID-19 and treating it early at home to prevent hospitalization and death. 
You're so right. I watch way too much television trying to keep up with things, and I have not heard one peep about that. And my ears are tuned to it because it just makes so much sense. It's logical. It's what usually happens. And in the case of COVID-19, the death rates are much higher among people who are hospitalized, and certainly if they have to get on ventilators. And uh, 99.74% of those dying of COVID in the U.S. were institutionalized. So that begs the question, why weren't we particularly paying attention to early treatment in, let's say, rest homes? We should have been following the leads uh, right away that the virus, in terms of its risk of hospitalization and death, clearly has risk stratification according to age. So as one becomes progressively older, the risks become higher. It's a mathematical certainty. And in fact, tables were generated from many studies early on in the pandemic. So we should have immediately recognized that our 2.7 million seniors that are in domicile facilities, senior homes, nursing homes, rehab facilities, that they should have been top priority with respect to testing, with respect to immediate treatment, All of these centers should have been uh, fully uh, equipped with all of our treatments. When we had, uh, we initially worked with available oral drugs over the market and uh, over the, um, uh, you know, commercial pharmacies and uh, retail pharmacies, but we got emergency use authorized antibodies in November. The nursing homes and senior homes absolutely positively should have been stocked with these antibody infusions. And the minute that a senior who we knew was at high risk of infection, just like President Trump got and Rudy Giuliani got, our seniors should have gotten these antibody infusions. I'd like to have you describe what the early treatment looks like that has been effective. You started a whole a whole movement among practitioners who couldn't stand the idea that they were telling people essentially, well, I can't help you or more Accurately, I won't help you. Go home, get sick enough to go to the hospital. What is the treatment protocol that you recommended that got doctors the tools to help people? I think doctors that told patients that there was no treatment available, that that was uh, unethical, immoral, and from a clinical civil perspective, illegal. That's failure to treat. And I can tell you as a practicing doctor, as an internist and cardiologist, I was not going to stand by and let the virus slaughter my patients. And, and there was a group of hero doctors, largely independent doctors that were not under the auspices of major academic medical centers or major community medical centers. There was a group of independent physicians. It was led by the American Association of Physicians and Surgeons, AAPS, that really promulgated an early treatment approach. This was a, a critical that we would use drugs in combination. We'd start out with a nutraceutical bundle and use drugs that worked to reduce viral replication, reduce the abnormal inflammation and abnormal blood clotting, and put that in combination to reduce hospitalization and death. And among those medications, uh, we've got a minute or so here before the break, uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are the best studied of the drugs. There's another drug called favipiravir, which is actually approved by regulatory agencies in five countries. Americans have heard no word of this. But sure, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin work early. My personal view is that they're not nearly as important as steroids 
uh, inhaled steroids, inhaled budesonide, oral prednisone, uh, and uh, oral colchicine as anti-inflammatories. And probably the most important are blood thinners in, in seniors. We use injectable Lovenox and then oral uh, blood thinners. And these medications have been around a long time. We know what their safety profile is. And um, when we come back, I want to ask about why now we're going to throw $3 billion at developing new antivirals when we maybe should be taking a look at what's already working. This is Healthy by Nature. I am honored to be here in the studio with Peter A. McCullough. He's a practicing cardiologist, uh, internist, and epidemiologist, and I promise to get a definition of that. We'll do that as soon as we get back, as we hear that term frequently now. bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Transformative postbiotic compounds created during Dr. O'Hara's probiotics' exclusive three-year fermentation process are present in every capsule. These restorative postbiotics nurture diverse gut bacteria, leading to better digestion, improved immunity, and exceptional health. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Go to www.essentialformulas.com for a retailer near you. That's essentialformulas.com. It takes several factors to create cancer. That's why it just makes sense to treat the disease with a variety of therapies. Whatever you decide about mainstream medicine's typical surgery, chemo, and radiation, you should know that the Kasanis Institute has many powerful tools in their toolbox. For example, natural ways to support your immune system, specialized detoxification programs, and a personalized nutritional plan. If chemotherapy is right for your case, the Kasanis Institute also offers a gentler approach low-dose chemotherapy delivered in a smart way that targets the cancer cells more than your healthy cells. Their approach is individualized to you and your type of cancer to provide effectiveness and reduced side effects. At the Kasanis Institute, an experienced care manager will guide you and coordinate options. Don't you deserve a doctor that uses the best of modern science and ancient wisdom? Link from hbnshow.com or call 817-481-6342. People who regularly drink coffee or tea, consume sugary foods, and in particular drink wine, beer, or spirits, and people who take antacid or diuretic water pills deplete their body of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine. Symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency can include headaches, chronic cough, racing heart, constipation or diarrhea, non-infectious fever, crippling weakness and pain, difficulty walking or talking, loss of smell and taste, breathlessness, loss of hunger, sweating, tingling in hands and feet, memory problems, and more. The answer to these problems is vitamin B1 in the preferred fat-soluble form provided in Nerve Guardian. It is the new dietary supplement from Lifespan Nutrition. Nerve Guardian provides 10 times more vitamin B1 than the best diet. 
buy one bottle of Nerve Guardian and get a second bottle free. That's a full eight-month supply for just $3.12 per month. Call Lifespan Nutrition today and ask for Nerve Guardian. Call 800-247-5731. That's 800-247-5731. Dr. Harris Probiotics has been a proud sponsor of the Healthy by Nature show for well over a decade. If you just joined us, you've already missed some good stuff, so I want to point out that you can listen to the show again, and you can forward it to friends and, heck, your enemies. We want everybody to get well just by going to hbnshow.com. On the menu, select Listen, and out of the archives today's date, you can listen to the show again and avail yourself of the various links that I put in there, and there will be more to come. My guest is Dr. Peter A. McCullough. He's a medical doctor, an internist, and a um, cardiologist, and as something I said we would have him define an epidemiologist. Well, an epidemiologist is someone who studies the distribution and determinants of disease. And there's classical epidemiology was to trace how do infectious diseases spread around and how are they um, communicated and who's at risk for them. So epidemiology really applies to to COVID-19. And I took uh, a year out of my training. I went to University of Michigan and studied epidemiology. This was kind of before we had uh, broad-based computers and statistics uh, at the University of Michigan. It was really the birthplace of uh, a lot of work on the polio vaccine. So they had a, a great history and they were very involved in the epidemic, if you will, of HIV. So here we are today with SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, the biggest epidemic that's hit America. And fortunately, I was trained for it. Yes, and we are fortunate that you were one of the uh, trends that turned up with this kind of study that you would like more focus on is the fact that seniors were so much more at risk and deserved a lot more attention with the early treatment. During the break, you told me about testimony that you gave to the Texas Senate. I know you also testified before the Senate in the in Washington, but in Texas, tell us what what the topic was with the seniors. Well, I was invited to testify for the Department of Health and Human Services Committee on March 10th in Austin, Texas. And uh, I sat there uh, listening to six hours of prior testimony, and it was uh, office after office in Texas talking about what they did with respect to masks or hand sanitizers or tests. And, and I sat there for six hours, and I, I made the observation that not a single minute was spent on treating sick patients, let alone treating sick senior patients. And so I just went nuts for about 16 minutes, and this was recorded, and I, I really pounded that group. I was there on behalf of Senator Bob Hall, who understood my, my message, but my message was, where's the focus on treatment? We've had so many seniors who have been devastated by this. They've been in lockdown in the senior centers. Uh, we had nursing home workers spread it to our seniors, and uh, we absolutely positively lost focus on having drugs available to treat seniors early in the nursing homes. Uh, We had very good data from Dr. Robin Armstrong in Houston, who was a hero. He treated patients early with combinations of drugs. Vladimir Zelenko in New York City did that as well. 
Paul Alexander has just published a major paper uh, uh, indicating that across all the studies of anything that was tried in nursing homes, hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin, doxycycline, steroids, anticoagulants, anything was better than nothing. And now we have these monoclonal antibody infusions. The lead one is by Regeneron, and they're sitting on the shelf not being used, stocked at hospitals or other places. And I've messaged over and over again, where is our federal effort to protect our seniors with early multidrug therapy, including the modern genre of therapy? We hear no mention of seniors on the media at all. In fact, the attention is ridiculously now aimed at children. Children is not where the action is. It's actually in our seniors in protecting them. There still are vulnerable seniors at risk. And in the Texas Senate, a bill was put forth to help rectify that problem by creating a uh, just a call center where people who needed it could call and and be directed to where they could get at no cost these uh, the Regeneron cocktail. The bill was introduced within 48 hours of my testimony by Bob Hall, and the bill simply said at any time when someone was given a COVID-19 result, instead of just giving the test result and told to go home with no information, to provide some information regarding uh, what can be done, nutraceuticals, available prescription medications done in the proven regimens, a hotline to get into available research, and a hotline uh, to where to access these monoclonal antibodies. So it was just a very fair one-page information sheet. And I was stunned to find out that two weeks later, the Texas Medical Association came out and said, we don't support this bill. In fact, we want to scratch this bill and introduce a vaccine registry. This was just yes, another example of how groups and institutions are trying to squash any hope of treatment to individuals. They're trying to squash any access to research or drugs in favor of promoting mass vaccination. Again, circling the wagons, and uh, the Texas Medical Association is the second most powerful lobby in Texas right after the trial lawyers. I have seen too many good things like licensing of naturopaths get squashed because it's viewed as competitive with their business. It is a business, and sometimes we lose sight of that fact. Um, So... Somebody who's got an elderly parent, um, you know, they're not in Texas particularly, and they're not in Dallas, they can't come see you. What would you tell them to do to make sure the, the parent gets a positive test? What should they do? I think everybody should have a copy of the AAPS, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, a Home Treatment Guide for COVID-19. AAPSonline.org. Download the Home Treatment Guide. It has in there everything what to do, including uh, the use of nutraceuticals, uh, oral vitamins and supplements, and then the available drugs. It gives the names of the EUA monoclonal antibodies to ask for, uh, as well as the oral drugs that we use in sequence. So you can just be familiar with this. Uh, These are for individuals over age 50 with medical problems. People below that age typically don't need treatment. And the patient should engage their doctor and say, listen, if I have COVID-19 or if I have it now, are you ready to treat me with these accepted protocols? If the answer is no, I'm not going to do it, patients can immediately jump to telemedicine services. We have four national telemedicine services now. There's one that's free. It's called myfreedoctor.com. It runs by charity. Uh, 
Uh, and so if patients want to make a donation to it, and many times they do, fine. But those doctors will do a telemedicine visit, quickly get the medicines called into pharmacies. If the pharmacies refuse to dispense medicines, they'll use mail-order pharmacies and get the medications to the home quickly. And we get patients on drugs early, and that's what prevents hospitalization and death. We really kicked in with this at the end of December, into early January. And I don't know if Americans would notice, we squashed the curve. The, the rates of of new cases, hospitalizations, and deaths plummeted long before the vaccines had any type of uptake, and early treatment won the day. And since that time, there are about five to 10,000 Americans every day that are treated. They're the high-risk ones. They're treated at home, and we are preventing hospitalization and death. The same thing happened in Mexico City. They squashed the curve with the early treatment. The same thing's just happened in India, where things got out of control, and they've squashed their epidemic curves with multidrug early treatment protocols. Another resource is the Healthy by Nature website. In the library, in the COVID section, there is one of the chapters is outpatient medications. And in there, I give links. uh, I'll repeat them in the archive, but to the the online uh, list of medications as well as the telemedicine. Uh, myfreedoctor.com. We had researched that and put those in there to be available for you, as well as a page on the natural remedies and prevention, because there's a time and a place for natural, but often it's side-by-side with something more orthodox. And in this case, there is good science behind these medications. Uh, There was tons of it. There was one false, just totally fraudulent study on on uh, hydroxychloroquine, but on balance, it showed that if used early, was very effective. We'll be right back with Dr. Peter McCullough. At half past the hour, you are tuned to Healthy by Nature with certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. However, as we age, we lose most of these tiny miracle workers. Replenish them with Infinity Cell Therapy. The therapy is simple, safe, virtually painless, affordable, and you do not miss work to recover. Infinity Umbilical Cord Stem Cells are pure and extremely vibrant. Be younger and stronger for longer. Call 800-507-6509 today for a free ebook and to schedule your no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure consultation or to find a stem cell seminar in your area. Call 800-507-6509 today. Trace minerals are nutrients that we need only in tiny amounts. However, they have a big impact on health because they are required for hundreds of important enzymes and processes in the body. Selenium is one of those amazing trace minerals. It is needed for thyroid hormone and is a part of glutathione, the master antioxidant. It also helps zinc become more usable, and it keeps toxic mercury from accumulating. Read more about selenium benefits in the library on hbnshow.com. Unfortunately, because of modern farming methods, there is less selenium in food, not 
all selenium supplements are equally effective. Gero Formulas studies the science and uses the forms of nutrients that do the most good. Host Marty Winnikin takes Gero Selenium Synergy. It contains a highly effective form, methoselenocysteine, plus three other nutrients that help selenium promote antioxidant protection against free radicals. Ask for Gero Selenium Synergy at your favorite natural food store. Visit Gero.com. That's J-A-R-R-O-W.com for high-quality, innovative health formulas. The Healthy by Nature show promotes natural solutions because they work so well and provide fringe benefits instead of side effects. In host Marty Whittakin's best-selling book, Natural Alternatives to Nexium, she documents the many serious dangers of heartburn drugs that work by blocking stomach acid. Stomach acid has many crucial jobs. For example, it helps us digest food, absorb minerals, produce vitamin B12, and protect us from disease-causing bacteria. So acid isn't the enemy. It can just get somewhere it doesn't belong and cause pain. The natural digestive supplement, Garlogest, is a much better answer. It fixes digestion instead of stopping it and improves nutrient uptake. Listeners tell Marty that Garlogest also solves other problems like gas and burping. Link to Garlogest from the show website, healthybynatureshow.com, or visit garlogest.com and be pleasantly surprised by what a bargain it is. Call 866-405-4000 to order. 866-405-4000. Healthy by Nature is sponsored in part by HealthWorksMart.com. During the break, I was able to add a link to that guide to home-based treatment. Uh, It's kind of partway down after the big paragraph describing the show. You'll find it. And remember, if you already went to that site, to that page... You probably have to hit the refresh button, which is the circular arrow up at the top of the browser, because it'll otherwise just show you what you looked at the last time. So um, we were talking about the medications, and hydroxychloroquine has come up on this show many times because I I did the research on it. And I showed how many studies were done that showed that it was safe, it had been around for a long time, and that it was effective with COVID. But some of the studies didn't give it to people until they were already too far gone, and it got politicized. Um, I guess any would have, but I started thinking, wonder if they switched gears and called it Paquinel. His other name, maybe it would have gone further, but... um, it it's just I'm so glad you brought this to people's attention because it changes the whole complexion of the response to COVID if we know that it's not an untreatable death sentence. The fear and the panic has not served us very well at any level. And um, it's being used now to the, the panic and the fear uh quite effectively to push people in the direction of getting the vaccines. And if that isn't enough, then they're using bribery and coercion and shame and and peer pressure and every other kind of celebrity endorsements, whatever they can to get people to get the vaccines. So we need to talk about the, the vaccines. And um, before I ask you the questions about that, I have to ask, are you 
uh, an anti-vax person in general? Well, 98% of Americans take the full schedule of vaccines. We have over 70 on the U.S. market. I'm in the 90%. I've taken all the full schedule of vaccines. I had two vaccines this year. You know, as a healthcare worker, I get the flu vaccine. I'm old enough to get the shingles vaccine. Um, I get the hepatitis vaccine. I've traveled to India before. I got all the vaccines that I needed for travel. So the vast majority of of Americans accept vaccines as part of a, a conventional practice. But the important point is that they're safe and effective. And that's a huge difference. This COVID-19 first set of vaccines, what we call the genetic vaccines, uh, I think Americans have to look at very cautiously. Well, question number one is, are they effective? Before we worry about what the risks are, what is the benefit? Um, Do they live up to the hype? What exactly is the public health impact of the vaccines? Because you can play lots of games with the statistics. Well, the the current... um Vaccines on the market, we'll call them genetic vaccines because they're brand new genetic technology, uh, Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J. They are unlike any other vaccine that we have used in the past. The prior vaccines typically give um, a weakened virus that can't cause a problem, like the shingles vaccine. A lot of seniors have had that. Or they give an inactivated protein, which would be like the tetanus uh, and the tetanus, we simply give some tetanus protein and we, we form an immune. So it's impossible to get tetanus from a tetanus shot, for instance. It's impossible to get shingles from the shingles uh, vaccine. It's impossible. But with COVID-19 vaccines, they're genetic technologies where they go into the body very differently and they go inside the cells of the human body and then they make the cells produce the spike protein of the COVID-19 virus. We know the spike protein is the product of -of gain-of-function research. This was the illegal research that was being done in the Chinese lab, and the spike protein is the dangerous part of COVID-19. The spike protein is what uh, damages organs, the heart, the lungs, the brain, uh, damages blood vessels, and causes blood clotting, like blood clotting we've never seen. So for the first time, we're giving a vaccine that's causing the body to have an uncontrollable production of the spike protein. And uh, we are seeing a tremendous consequence in terms of safety. The disappointing part of it so far is that the vaccines don't fully protect people from COVID-19. Coming out of the clinical trials, uh, we heard that they were about 90% effective, but that was only over two months And it was done in populations that weren't very ill. In fact, about 60% of people had no medical problems whatsoever. And what we learn now is through May 31st, the CDC was overwhelmed with breakthrough cases, people who are fully vaccinated but got COVID anyway. 9% of them needed to be hospitalized. 3% died. The CDC basically gave up on trying to categorize these. And uh, it it was misrepresented to the public that it was 10,000, you know, out of Uh, 150 million people vaccinated. That's not true. They didn't check the other 150 million. There was just cases flooding in. We've had another 4,000 flood in from the East Coast. And I know in my clinical practice, I've seen plenty of fully vaccinated people develop COVID-19. So what the listeners should know is the vaccine is not 100% in protection. We're hopeful that it does something on the good side with respect to immunity. And... I think if you really analyze the statistics on that 90%, 5% effectiveness, it was relative and not absolute. So you can't say that out of 
everybody that was vaccinated, 95% were going to be okay. And uh, there have been deaths because of the the vaccine itself. Just, uh, I have the statistics here somewhere, but um, there have been a whole lot that have died as a side effect of the vaccine before we even talk about what the effect of the long-term, longer-term perhaps, turning the body into a factory for a toxin. Well, Americans should know that the vaccines are under emergency use authorization. The consent form says it's a clinical investigation. That means it's research. So Americans should be asking the question, where are the safety mechanisms for this giant research program in the United States? This should have a critical event committee, a data safety monitoring board, and a human ethics board. And shockingly, the current program has none of these safety mechanisms in place. The stakeholders are Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, the NIH, the CDC, and the FDA. In fact, the NIH holds a patent on the Moderna vaccine. So our government agencies are not fair brokers of information, that they are stakeholders, and they're not held to fair balance. So Americans are hearing nothing about vaccine safety on TV. They're simply told that they're safe and effective. And what we've just reviewed is that they're not. Amazingly, the CDC has certified 5,888 deaths after the vaccine. And how does that compare with previous vaccines? I think you've pointed out that that wouldn't be typical and that, for example, um, a a previous one... um, flu shot or something like that if there were even 40 oh it was the swine flu shot the program was shut down when there were 25 deaths anything beyond 25 50 would be unacceptable yeah well except these days we've got a different standard and the fda seems to have a different standard about medications they poo-poo hydroxychloroquine and yet they will approve an alzheimer's drug that has no shown benefits, some risk for brain swelling, and costs $55,000 a year. So I don't know that we can trust the process anymore. Americans have lost. Staying healthy has never been more important. And Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, maker of premier heart and immune health products, is leading the way to better health with the groundbreaking new formula, Kyolic Omega AGE. Kyolic Omega AGE combines the cardiovascular power of Kyolic's best-selling, organically grown aged garlic extract with sustainably sourced fish oil and a synergistic blend of the nutrients, vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6, 9, and 12, that have been clinically shown to support heart, bone, and immune health, all in one supplement, providing you with a comprehensive and convenient way to take your health to the next level. So check off all of those individual supplements from your shopping list and get Kyolic Omega AGE for heart, bone, and immune health today. Look for Kyolic Omega AGE at fine natural health retailers near you. Learn more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Stay healthy. Live better. There's an important difference between a low price and a good value. For example, a cheap vitamin supplement becomes expensive if it doesn't work. Nutrition expert Bill Sardi wanted to have a multivitamin that reflected the latest science. That meant better absorbed forms of essential vitamins and crucial minerals like zinc and selenium in the doses that studies showed were beneficial. He could not find that in stores, so had to design one. 
Molecular Multi. It is so complete that most people can save money by cutting several bottles out of their supplement program. Better yet, receive two bottles free when you buy three. That makes Molecular Multi only about a dollar a day. If your budget needs even more help, host Marty Whittakin says that half a dose of Molecular Multi provides more health benefits than a full dose of virtually any other product. Visit the sponsor page of hbnshow.com or lifespannutrition.com or call 800-247-5731. 800-247-5731. Wouldn't you like to increase your energy level and kickstart your natural healing power? Imagine reduced pain, less bloating, and enjoying a restful night's sleep. Maybe you need to improve your mood or get rid of headaches. Or perhaps you have loved ones who struggle with indigestion, Alzheimer's, concussion, or other discomforts. At HM3 Light, we offer the amazing Body Light Pad. Over 300 studies show how a special type of light helps with all those issues and more. This special light therapy helps by improving blood circulation and reducing inflammation. Those actions, along with detoxing the brain, can help post-stroke patients. To request studies that pertain to your particular interest or to learn about our lease-to-own program, call 800-580-1102. At HM3 Light, we are here to help you enhance, strengthen, and improve your whole body health with our flexible body light pad. Call 800-580-1102. 800-580-1102. Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com. hbnshow.com. Oh, boy, I sure would like to get out the show stretcher, even at this point. My guest, Peter A. McCullough, is a practicing cardiologist, uh, has a master's of public health and a very impressive CV that we could take the whole show and go over. Um, I'd like to go back just briefly to a statistic that you estimate that 85% of the deaths would not have been necessary if people had gotten early treatment, especially the seniors, by my math, that means instead of 600,000, it would have been 45,000, something much, much lower. And it's probably a good case to be made that those people were teetering on the edge even before they, they were sick and maybe wouldn't have lasted long anyway. And, and yet, um, this week it was announced that the government's going to put $3.2 billion into speeding new antiviral drugs. They're going to buy 1.7 million doses from Merck, and it won't be available for months, and it must be given soon after infection, like the protocol that, that you described to us. Uh, let's just reinforce that people shouldn't, wait for that like they sat around and waited for the vaccines that they should at the first sign of trouble they should take action well the operation warp speed has had the merck drug in their portfolio of drugs now for uh, well more than a year uh, it looks like it it is about as effective as uh, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine it doesn't look much better so Americans shouldn't show the, hold their breath for it. Listen, if it's proven to be safe and could be helpful, we'll bring it into the regimen. No problem there. But people should demand early treatment. As you mentioned, we could have saved 85% of the deaths. Many people who died, and the CDC agrees with this, 
They died because they were in advanced age and they had a lot of medical problems and the virus pushed them over the edge. But the, the tragedy was they died alone. They Most of them died in the hospital. They were in isolation. They never saw their families again. The families are heartbroken. Uh, it's an absolute tragedy that they weren't treated early in the senior centers and treated early at home. You know, early treatment cuts the duration of the illness, the viral contagious period, down to about four days. We could treat this over four days, and the families can then see their loved ones and help care for them through the recovery. So many questions. If somebody has a um, a positive test but they're, they have no symptoms, can they spread the disease? No, and that's been a, a, a giant piece of false narrative that asymptomatic spread occurs. And we've had seniors not see their grandkids for a year thinking that the grandkids could like magically zap them with the virus. It doesn't happen. This is like any other virus. It's when people have a fever and they're sick, that's when they transmit it to someone else. And as long as we use common sense and don't go out of the home uh, with a fever and runny nose, uh, we're perfectly fine. Asymptomatic spread doesn't happen. And all this testing of people with no symptoms, testing to go on an airplane, testing to visit in a nursing home, testing to visit before you go into other buildings, it's completely unnecessary. In fact, it's not even approved by the U.S. FDA. Asymptomatic testing is not an approved use of these tests. And the tests probably have been a little oversold as well with the effectiveness. We've covered that in the, one of the departments in the COVID section of our website, what some of the CDC even says about the the testing. Um, all of these experts, the authorities that are driving the policy, if they have even more brain cells than a cucumber, they have to be able to see all of the same stats, studies, effects that you see. It's just very alarming that all of the push, whether we're talking about vaccines or these new drugs, it all seems to revolve around things that have patents on them. Are, uh, and if you say something like that out loud, then a conspiracy theory flag goes up. But I want to point out that conspiracies only stay as theories until the facts come out. And I think someday we're going to look back on this and call it COVID gate because it's just it's a crime against humanity. I think you've used that term to let people die in in the hospitals alone when treatment would have stopped the process if they came in soon enough. There have been dramatic cases with seniors in the hospital, and uh, they are receiving little or no treatment. The families learn about ivermectin, which is used internationally inside and outside the hospital. It's very effective. We use it for scabies and other parasitic infections. The families ask the doctors, can you give my, my grandmother some uh, ivermectin as part of a treatment approach? And the doctors refuse. The chief of staff refuses. The hospital administrators refuse. They hold an ethics conference. They still refuse treatment. The families go to judges, and they've gotten court orders where the judge orders the doctors to treat the patient. Never have we been in a situation where this has ever happened. It's just crazy. Uh, a quick one. People that have gotten the first shot, is it true that they might temporarily be at greater risk of getting the virus? Yes, three studies show that. And that if they've had the flu vaccine, that also might increase the chance of problems with COVID? 
I think that's more debatable because the flu shot's done kind of early in the season. So. Okay. Well, when we come back, I want to ask about the pressure that's put on doctors if they dare to question or deviate from the dogma. So, folks, please stay with us. More to come with my guest, Dr. Peter McCullough. We all know that probiotics are good for digestive health, but your skin, too? I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty. Common skincare products, especially harsh soaps, can disrupt the balance of the good bacteria on your skin. But there's a progressive new approach to skincare that allows you to create a healthier environment on your skin. Probiotic skincare. Dr. O'Hara applied ancient Japanese fermentation skills to merge his famous pre, pro, and postbiotic nutrients into a revolutionary 100% natural skincare line. The Kampuku Beauty Bar, honored with the Best of Beauty Award by Better Nutrition, beautifully clarifies and rebalances even sensitive skin without drying. The Magaroku Lotion and the Hadayubi Moisturizer combine Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotic complex with 14 wild plant extracts plus one of the most skin-compatible emollients known to help restore your natural glow. As a health and beauty expert, I recommend the daily use of Dr. O'Hara's skincare products, available at Sprouts and other fine health stores. Wouldn't you like to eliminate bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, and other allergens from the air in your home and office? Negative ions are the reason that air is so fresh and invigorating around waterfalls and the seashore. Innovative Ion Box uses those same negative ions to purify any room in your home, especially the bedroom. Ion Box devices are quite affordable and conveniently small so that you can take one with you to work, in the car, and even on vacation. Studies show that because of its advanced microchip technology, no other ion purifier, even much larger units, come close to the effectiveness of Ion Box. Plus, it's ozone-free, and there are no filters to change at removing bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, or other allergens. Improve your sleep, mental focus, mood, energy, and performance. Stay healthier with Ion Box. Visit the shop page of hbnshow.com. Again, that's the shop page of hbnshow.com. People who regularly drink coffee or tea, consume sugary foods, and in particular drink wine, beer, or spirits, and people who take antacid or diuretic water pills deplete their body of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine. Symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency can include headaches, chronic cough, racing heart, constipation or diarrhea, non-infectious fever, crippling weakness and pain, difficulty walking or talking, loss of smell and taste, breathlessness, loss of hunger, sweating, tingling in hands and feet, memory problems, and more. The answer to these problems is vitamin B1 in the preferred fat-soluble form provided in Nerve Guardian. It is the new dietary supplement from Lifespan Nutrition. Nerve Guardian provides 10 times more vitamin B1 than the best diet. Buy one bottle of Nerve Guardian and get a second bottle free. That's a full eight-month supply for just $3.12 per month. Call Lifespan Nutrition today and ask for Nerve Guardian. Call 800-247-5731. That's 800-247-5731. Sign up for podcasts or listen to past programs on our website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. Well, I 
have two questions, and I hope we can squeeze them in. One is the um, the variants, the Delta variant, the coming from different countries, these variants. Does that make a difference with the outpatient treatment protocol that we've talked about? And if people are treated early, do you think that's going to head off these long-haul problems? Well, the variants or the mutations all occur in the spike protein or the spike, the spicule that's on the surface of the protein. There really aren't any variants in the nucleocapsid, which is the big ball of the virus. The original Wuhan uh, spike protein that came out of China, that's long gone. In the CDC, its last estimate was we have 14 different variants in the United States. The most common one is the British variant, which is a little bit more contagious but less dangerous. Um, the bottom line is if we treat the, the, all the different variants, if we treat the infection with sequence multidrug therapy, we squash the virus no matter what, just like we would with the staphylococcal infection, uh, et cetera. With the vaccines, the vaccines are very narrow-based, and they're all keyed to the Wuhan spike protein, which is long gone. And we're hopeful that the antibodies that patients get can help protect against some variants, but we know not all. Okay. Um you have put the information out there. You've started a movement, uh, and there are uh, – I've listed in the on my website in the COVID section all of the organizations and the collections of brilliant, qualified people who are asking for the vaccines to stop. You're certainly not alone out there. Uh, what keeps – the average doctor from acting on either outpatient uh, treatment or persuades them to, against their better judgment, promote the vaccines? Is it just fear of damage to their credibility or their license or loss of grants, or is there more to it? I think what happened initially was fear. I think for the first time, doctors were fearful of getting the virus themselves They didn't want patients who were infective to go into their clinics and infect everybody else in the waiting room. And I think initially fear uh, was uh, the setup for propagandized. And so we now have propaganda, and it comes from our government propagandizing against early treatment and uh, over-promotion of the vaccine. Oh, boy. I sure wish we had more time. You've been just an invaluable asset, and you're a national treasurer. I I hope you... um are safe and that uh, nobody wants to shut you down. Have you gotten any pressure yourself? Um, what I say is bring it on. I, I think I'm bigger and stronger than any, any force that can come at me. Because you have the truth behind you. You have the, the experience, the data, the studies, and the ability to publish, which is spectacular. Thank you so much for your time and for coming in today. We really appreciate the work that you've done, Dr. McCullough. And, folks, I will do a follow-up of some type in the newsletter this coming week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Healthy by Nature is sponsored in part by Lily of the Desert Alloceuticals. Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. 
However, as we age, we lose most of these tiny miracle workers. Replenish them with Infinity Cell Therapy. The therapy is simple, safe, virtually painless, affordable, and you do not miss work to recover. Infinity umbilical cord stem cells are pure and extremely vibrant. Be younger and stronger for longer. Call 800-507-6509 today for a free ebook and to schedule your no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure consultation or to find a stem cell seminar in your area. Call 800-507-6509 today. 